Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And in today's podcast or today's episode, I'll be I was actually only going to do a, a Lakers uh, podcast, kind of do a little special on Media Day uh, for those of you guys who I mean, probably seen all over social media, all kinds of posts and everything, all kinds of interviews with the players. Um, if you guys haven't, definitely go check out their page, the Lakers page on N- Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. You'll see all kinds of interviews, all kinds of um, cool little clips of even like DeAndre Jordan kind of um, interviewing Russell Westbrook at one point even. <laughs> it's a really cool time. But the reason I'm saying I'm not only doing a Lakers podcast here today is because I ended up watching one of my favorite, one of the best games uh, in Dodger, well, at least in this series, at least in this season. I haven't really kept up too much in, uh, honestly, this season as much as I wanted to. I've just been really busy with work, but today I was actually at work watching the game. I hope nobody from my job is actually listening to this, but (laughs) um, I was at work watching the game, and Dodgers ended up winning. Uh, 11 to 9 ended up coming back. I'll talk a little bit more about that here, guys. I'll, I'll actually open up with that. Um, but before I get into that here, I wanted to go ahead and just mention, guys, you guys can find me on on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's going to be at West Coast Pod 702. West Coast Pod 702. Plus, you can find me on my email account. It's going to be West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. So definitely go ahead and hit me up there. Let me know if you guys got any comments on the podcast, any kind of questions, topics, or anything you guys want me to bring up, and I'll make sure to feature it. Or even if you just want to talk or, or shoot me something maybe that you want me to feature on the podcast or anything, just hit me up. Anyways, let's get right into it, guys. So if you guys didn't catch the game, uh, Max Scherzer was on the mound tonight. Uh, he ended up having one of his kind of off games again there. Uh, gave up five runs. Um, you know, overall, I believe it was actually five or six runs right, right around there. Um, unfortunately, Galvalux, um was part of a error kind of that ended up happening that gave up one of those, but he ended up crashing into the wall. Really, really upsetting. I believe he's actually doing okay. He just kind of had a kind of ring his head a little bit or hit his head pretty hard. But overall, uh, Dodgers were able to come out with the victory um, in the eighth, in the bottom of the eighth inning, guys. Dodgers ended up hitting four home runs. It reminds me of back, I believe it was like, I want to say like 07, I want to say maybe it might have been. But it was a uh, four four back to back or but this one well back in 07 it was four back to back home runs. Uh, this one was four home runs in one inning. Uh, they were hit by Max Muncy, uh, AJ Pollock, uh, Cody Bellinger, and oh God, was the other one? Um, no, was it JT? No, it was uh no JT got the no sorry Justin Turner got the double and then it was uh Corey Seager who got the home run. He ended up going down to almost one knee to get that home run. He really wanted that one. Uh, Cody Bellinger it was nice going to see him actually hit a home run here. I know he's been having a bit of a up up and down season here, but uh, good to go and see them. But if you guys didn't catch that, you guys definitely should have. It's really getting me pumped up for the for the uh, the postseason. It looks like it might come down to the wire again here, guys. Like I mentioned, uh, we're in the last few games of the season. Uh, Giants are still ahead two games. Um, You know, we were thinking we were going to be down two and a half. But, you know, we ended up getting this and we're only down two games. We'll have to see what happens. So hopefully Giants can actually lose a couple games maybe. And uh, we might just be right at the, you know, last game. Maybe we can squeeze through. But we'll see what happens here, guys. Now, the second part... I'm really sorry to kind of jump from one to another here, guys, but um, that's pretty much what I wanted to just wrap up. I really wanted to mention that Dodger game. It was really, really exciting. But I got to get to this uh, Lakers interviews 
from media day, things that kind of stood out. It's just a couple questions that ended up happening, but things that I heard from media day with the Lakers here, guys, some really nice things. Um, overall, sounded like the guys were just kind of, sounded more like that in 2019, 2020 year. Sounded like the guys were really kind of all, all on the same page, really happy to play with each other, really happy to be on the same on the same team. And I got to say, it's really getting me excited. It's really getting me excited to see what this team is going to be able to do. All you hear is about, um, you know, Russ wanting to go and push the ball and, and basically the team wanting to cater around that, wanting to cater around all, everybody else's abilities. You know, it just kind of overall seems like this team is all about helping each other out to better their game to kind of bring everybody to a next level kind of deal and i gotta say it gets me really excited i don't know how else to go and express my feelings when it comes down to this i just want the season to start today like tomorrow like right now and it's it's uh i don't know i just gotta i really gotta play a couple of these clips um if you haven't checked them out definitely go check out like frank vogel's um clips he or, or his interviews uh, from media day he talks a lot about you know overall what his plan is for the defense and it sounds like he, he it doesn't sound like he's down or like he's thinking that this is not going to be a good defensive team but it's just more about how the, how much they want it you know because obviously this is a great offensive team you know they have a lot of offensive weapons but we only have so many defensive weapons in my eyes but it really seems like we're always going to be centered around well the center you know in in the in the game and that actually brings me up to um, AD and his comments and his interview. I'm not going to play the comments of him actually talking about him playing the five. It sounds like overall that is going to be one of the big emphasis uh, of the game of this season. AD playing at the five is definitely sounding like it's going to be more of a, a possibility, but it's not going to be like maybe he's going to start at the five. He's still going to be probably starting at the four and then him probably one of the first substitutions will be for him to move to the center, get whoever starts at the center, which I'm thinking most likely will be Dwight Howard and put AD at the five and bring in, move maybe LeBron down to the four and bring in, I don't know, either Kendrick Nunn most likely will be the first one off of the uh, out or off of the bench or Carmelo, I don't know, Ken Bazemore. I mean, it really does, I don't know. There's so many different, I mean, that's one of the things also that I heard from Media Day or that I got from Media Day is there's no telling how this uh, roster is going to look like or what this team is going to look like. Overall, I mean, it kind of goes back to every both years. Our starting lineup from day one or game one was totally different by the middle of the season, by the end of the season, by the time the playoffs came. And even even during the game, the, the starting the, the team or the five players that we start off a game is usually not the five that end the game either. So if that has anything to tell you about, you know what to kind of expect, you know, definitely kind of look back to that. Now, I'm just going to bring up a couple of the interviews here that I get that I got from Media Day. Uh, first one is uh, first one up is AD. He's just talking about more about you know the emphasis about bringing Russ to the team and how they want to go ahead and you know cater to what his style of play you know pushing the ball making sure to run and well I'll just go in and play the interview. Here we go. Specifically about Russ, uh, what excites you about having him as a teammate, um, and, and how do you think he'll fit with yourself and LeBron? Um. His energy, his pace, um, you know, you watch how he gets down the floor. And it kind of was kind of the same thing when we had those a couple years ago. You know, you get the ball and we, we pushing. Um, and the same thing with Russ. Like, you have to run. 
you know, because he's running. And so we don't want him to be the only one that's running the floor and pushing the ball. So um, for me, I'm very excited just, you know, running the floor with him, you know, elite passer, as we all know, um, elite lob passer, um, catching a couple of lobs from him. But um, I think his energy, his motor that he always plays with and always brings to every game um, is something that's going to propel all of us to, you know, play like that for 82 because um, he, he – there's not one game where he doesn't have that energy and that motor. Um, and we can feed off of that. If we know a guy's going to bring it every every night, um, you know, to be just to be honest, you know, every night guys are going to start getting to game 60, game 50, like, all right, I need a day. Um, but when you have a guy like that that's bringing that energy and that motor, it, it, it gets you going. All right, so there's AD talking about that motor that, that Russ has, that he's going to be bringing that energy. And, and it's one of the things I kind of thought about, too, and that I've, but you know, kind of slipped my mind at the same time, though, is that Russ has that effect on guys where, like, you know, maybe, say, during a slump or something like that, that he kind of brings up that energy. And one of the things that I've noticed, you know, just from Russ, I mean, I, I, just imagine the guy always has that kind of energy, that motor that's going, that high energy motor. But now that this guy is going to be playing for his home team for the Lakers, I mean, this guy had the biggest smile on his face when he started his interviews. You know, just seeing him in the Laker jersey is just cool, honestly. That's one of the things that I like about media days, that you get to kind of see some of these guys. That's actually one of the other interviews that I'm bringing up later is Melo. I just think that he looks really nice in that in that Laker jersey, guys. I don't know if you guys seen him, but media day is one of my favorite days because I remember, like, even seeing uh, AD in his uh in his Laker jersey for the first time, and it was absolutely nice. So I'm uh, going to bring up this uh, Russ, this uh, Russ, um, Russell Westbrook interview. He's talking a little bit about the fit and overall and what he kind of thinks about it and overall with the team, and he just kind of is more of a firm believer of overall fit is not much of a, of a thing that he worries about, but more of a, of a thing of you need to play together, you need to work together in order to actually understand how to play better together kind of deal. Hey, Russ. Dan Wanky with the Los Angeles Times. Um, whenever great players come together, the word fit gets thrown around all the time. Um, what have you learned in your experiences playing with great players? You've done it at every stop in your career uh, about sort of the, that notion of fit and, and what do you think makes it makes makes it work? I guess. Um, I honestly don't pay much mind to it, to be honest, uh, because uh, the game will always tell you kind of what to do. I always believe throughout the season uh, it's not going to be it's going to be ups and downs there may be times where it look like it may not work there may be times where it's clicking on all cylinders um and as a team you got to understand that and i understand that but being with multiple players and on different teams and understanding that it's going to be a process uh, my job is to make sure that i continue to just make those guys better that's all i really want to do is to make sure that uh, whether you know they are the most comfortable in their own skin and they're playing at their best um you know, AD and Bron and the rest of the guys are playing at the highest level they can play at, and I want to make sure I can uplift them and use my abilities to better make those guys better. All right, guys, so there's Russ talking about how he his job uh, is actually just going to make these guys better, just to go in and, you know, kind of things that has been mentioned before, just overall what he, he wants to go in and what he believes his job is and what they kind of talked about overall. Um, you know, it just kind of gets me excited to go in and see exactly what this team is going to look like. You know, having Russ on that side of the ball and, and you know, being on this team with this with these amazing players. 
Uh, so the last interview is is um, Mello, him talking about how fun it's going to be, you know, having all these guys on the plane, you know, just, you know, overall the common commonalities that these guys have and overall just the fun that they're going to have overall throughout the season. So here we go. A different spin on the age question, I guess. What do you think it's going to be like culturally, like on the plane, you know, in, in the locker room, just to have a bunch of guys who, you know, have been in the league this long? Kind of it'll, be fun. It'll, be, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. It'll be fun because I, I just think that, you know, we, we all know, you know, from a basketball standpoint, what we can do here and what's the goal. But I think in the midst of that, of working towards that goal, you have to enjoy it. You have to have fun you have to you know laugh and, and and be loose a little bit when it when it comes to this journey because if you don't it, it you know it, it becomes a a job it be, you know it, it is a job but it, you, you want to have fun coming to work every day you know you don't want to regret coming to coming to work because then it, it becomes something different you know we all right, guys, so there's uh, Melo's interview there talking about how fun it's going to be with that team. And honestly, that's how I think that's how I'm thinking that this team is going to look like a little similar to the past couple of years. You know, even going back to last year with, uh, you know, last year's game or last year's team with with Schroeder, with Harrow, with all that team. You know, they were a team that liked to have fun, that liked to go out and actually have fun on the sidelines, put on the plane, I'm, I'm assuming. And even going back to that 2019-2020 year, you know, bringing back some of those guys that have been that, that were on that team, bringing guys that overall are familiar with everything everybody on the team so you know again that just adds overall to my excitement for this for this year and really just going and see what they're going to be able to going to do um so that's gonna pretty much just kind of wrap it up here guys i do just want to mention definitely go check out all those interviews from media day uh for the lakers you'll get all kinds of great stuff you know there's uh, i think it's almost like two hours of something of it of it so definitely go check it out uh let me know what you guys think about today's podcast guys i hope you guys really enjoyed it i'll be actually making i'll be trying to make another one here for tomorrow for friday and maybe even following up for the raiders on sunday because i really didn't get a chance to bring them up on this podcast but Hope you guys enjoyed it again, guys. Hope you guys have a great day. Hope you guys have been having a great week. And talk to you guys later. Peace.